Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kings. Uh, before we get into tonight's episode, I want to remind everyone that we are in fact on that social media. Follow us at Dinks with Kings. Uh, you know, reach out, talk to us, tell us what you think, give us some more kinks to do. I am your host, uh, John Undero, and with me as always, the ever bratty, but quite delightfully perky, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And a man that more people than I can count want to call them daddy, Mr. Shep. Stop begging. I mean, good evening. <laughs> How are y'all guys doing tonight? It'd be better if you told them which social medias we were on. Ooh. I did. <laughs> I mean, all the social medias. Type all at Dinks with Kinks. Yeah. What can I say? I'm just you actually stream. calling them out and you ruined it for me. Mm. I know. I'm sorry. I made. Uh, I had an accident. Uh, I messed up. Luckily. And we, and we mm. are, let's see, um, we are one minute in, 60 seconds in. Okay, got it. All right. <laughs> That's where we're at Luckily, okay. I'm protected. I am, in fact, protected with my handy dandy diaper. And that's what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> you Yay, guys don't realize diapers! How long, you guys don't realize how long I sit and just think about how to intro this thing and work my way in. And I knew she would call me out if I changed it. No? It was clever <laughs> thinking. No, we're talking about the diaper Happy fetish. Friday the 13th, everyone. I hope. Uh, yes. It was until his intro ruined it for me. Do you need to change it? <laughs> Do we need to change it out? We need to change it out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, happy Friday the 13th uh, to everyone uh, listening to this on Saturday. <laughs> if you can tell when we're recording this. So yeah, the diaper fetish. So, Were you guys aware of this fetish? That this was um, an actual fetish? Like diapers, like as a solitary thing or in diapers as in... Like a paraphilia. With... Honestly, no. I thought I thought it just went along with the whole like little baby, baby play. Like I didn't mm -hmm. know that it was... I didn't... I mean, I know that's a part of it, but I didn't think that it was its own separate fetish or kink. Honestly, I did as well. Um, when I first heard this, what about you, Chef? Have you have you? I'm the chef. Come across this fetish? Of before? course, I knew. He knew. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is actually a paraphilia, uh, attraction to like any other type of you know object that is not genitalia, uh, like clothing, uh, styles of hair, stuff like that. So, anything in that regard. Um, it is actually very popular with the little community, uh, with uh, infant community, as it were. Um, in fact, on our second episode when we did latex, Auntie Amy actually, um, actually uh, do, does this fetish with a lot of her subs. This is actually a very popular fetish in her world. I, I actually reached out and talked to her a little bit. About this, uh, so little insight. Yeah, it was it was nice hearing her. She's across the pond. You should check her out at Auntie Amy on Twitter. 
She was great. Uh, so you can get some actual visual representation of kind of like what this fetish is about. So I think my first misconception was uh, that it was just like people messing in their diaper. And the more I looked into this, it's not. It That is a part of it. But it's not a major, like, it's not the only contributing factor. Like, I had to break it down into layers. I had to peel it. No, the, the butt in the like diapers would be the contributing factor. Yeah, the butt of it. Um, yeah. But as far as I can see, as far as my research goes, I think the paraphilia is what is the strongest. I, I mean, I can... I would assume that it's sort of like similar in in the attraction, sort of like the pantyhose fetish or any paraphilia. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's the object, like the, they like the object itself and how it makes them feel, how it fits, how it looks, how it feels. I mean, all of those different factors come in. Yeah, um, and yeah, I feel yeah. like it's a good. It gives you that good feeling of safety. It really, it wraps around and then hugs you tight. Actually, we are going to cover <laughs> that later uh, as far as like why people enjoy uh, diapers. That is very much uh, in my notes as far as like outside of the paraphilia um, aspect of it. But a lot of people don't just enjoy seeing the sight of the diaper themselves, but seeing the sight of the diaper under clothing. It's a very popular one. Like being able to tell someone is wearing a diaper. Really? Yeah. Even though even though there are diapers out there that like because, you know, as you get older, you have to wear those those adult diapers, like they they advertise discretion, like being discreet and concealing it like regular underwear. So it's more like they they like seeing it, sort of like seeing a like a panty line. Actually, absolutely. Um, and like I said, this is just some of the research I've done and talking with other people. But uh, it's that. And yeah, they don't like the hidden diapers. They go for the more because a lot of people with this paraphilia also very much dabble in uh, you know, adult babies or AB DLs. Uh, it's AB adult baby and DL diaper lover. And it's not so much... I want a wet diaper. It's uh, exactly what Shep said. There's something, uh, if someone who loves to wear a diaper, it is the safety and security of knowing that you are in fact protected from any accidents that so, could happen. So like a swaddle almost like a, mm -hmm. like a lower half swaddle. Lower yeah. Swaddle. But yeah. Um, also, tell me if I'm wrong on this though. Because I'm thinking of like from a paraphilia sense and the size and shape of the diapers. Wasn't it in like a medieval or renaissance times when guys actually wore these frilly puffy laced short type things that kind of looked like them in a way? You mean pantaloons? Maybe pantaloons, maybe. Pantaloons. I'm sure pantaloons are their own fetish in their own right. Maybe we should add it to our will. I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I think most of the research I've done does devolve that this is definitely a um, regression type fetish. 
where mm. I want to regress. You know, when we covered Littles and whatnot, um, we talked about, like, it's a regression-type fetish, and um, so it's half and half. It's either or. It's the paraphilia, the paraphilia uh, of the sight and feeling and look, or it's the regression fetish, the adult baby um, side of it. Um, and usually people like who do, uh, enjoy, uh, both this paraphilia side and the adult baby side. So the A, B, and D, L, a good number of them do enjoy the feeling of a wet diaper. Maybe not necessarily, really? uh, well, not necessarily a urine soaked diaper, mm -hmm. but as a parent, I could tell you what happens if you put a diaper in a swimming pool. <laughs> or any spillage, those suckers fill up. Uh, that could go along with like splashing, right? Kind of the splashing, mm -hmm. squishing sensation. It absolutely is. Uh, the sexual arousal usually comes from the feeling of the gel. I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever... If you have kids, you know this way too well. And if you have dogs <laughs> with kids, you know this uncomfortably too well. There is a gel inside diapers. It's a um, silica-based uh, chemical that soaks up moisture and it turns into a gel. And it is uh, the mess, and thing. it's hard to clean up. And it's hard to clean it is up. Very hard to clean up, especially out of carpet. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you've ever had a dog attack a diaper, I that can see is a commercial definitely for it a now, though. Two guys walking to each other. You taint gelin? Mm-hmm. Tate Jelen. Did you just mm. say Tate Jelen? I did. I think he just said oh. Tate You're welcome. Jelen. You're welcome, all of you. Mm. Tate Jelen. You Tate Jelen? Well. Yo, brother. Mm. I mean, that feeling <laughs> is a fun feeling. Sort of like, again, sort of like the like slime. Like, you know, the tactile yeah. feeling of slime, except on your junk. This is, this, this, yeah, this aspect of it is very much the, the wham slash sploshing mm -hmm. aspect of it. And I see that's kind of why I dig this fetish is that there is absolutely so much to it. There are, and there's not one standing light. There's not like, I like this for this reason. And then all the other things are kind of like subcategories. They're all their own category. Mm -hmm. And you may like them all. You may like one of them. Not one is more predominantly popular in that culture as it is. That's fun. That's a fun thing to think about. Like, it's like because it's like shoe fetish, you know? Like, you <laughs> have deep toe shoes or closed toe shoes or boots or whatever. Like, it's, it's all different, but it's all the same. And yeah, well, like I said, with any, you know, paraphilia, there's nothing wrong with it. Um,. It's a you know perfectly thing because everyone gets attached to it. Uh, this one, I kind of wanted to dig down deep into the why of it because you know instinctively think, well, there's trauma here, mm -hmm. and as far as I can find now, like I said, I'm not going to exclude trauma in the basis of this kink, but no, it's actually. Um, a lot of what I found outside, and we're going to talk adult baby situation uh, later um, for developing that kink, but 
a lot of the paraphilia comes from uh, just late bloomers, late uh, people who had trouble potty training. So their body was more used to their diaper or they had to sleep in like sleepers because they had bedwetting issues and not necessarily trauma. It's just your body starts kicking in things whenever it starts kicking in things. And, you know, you were late on this, but you were very early in developing the things that you liked as an adult. So you have that well, like crossover. I mean, like there no like kids have been known to masturbate young, like and and. Mm -hmm even though they don't know what it is really so i mean the 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 times that overlap that venn diagram i mean that sort of makes a little bit of sense for those because i know as for as a parent i mean i had a child who was it had very much had difficulty in and was a late bloomer in that aspect so i mean i get it like i mean that sort of makes sense and it was one of those Thing, things overlap and they sort of merge yeah. <laughs> so yeah okay well like I said your brain wires everything differently and everyone's brain wires things differently uh, though luckily uh, history does repeat and you know as different as your brain may be wired there's a lot of other people who have the same wiring and that's awesome and and I think that's kind of what develops for any like, kink or fetish is just either some type of stimulation while your body was connecting the right cables to the right places and went, hey, I'm going to connect these two because I have attached this memory or this feeling to sexual gratification. <laughs> now, this red wire attaches to this blue wire and they make yeah. sparks and it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, this can also be a very audible fetish. With the uh, like Velcro? ASMR. Not, not just the Velcro, but the crinkling of a diaper. Uh, like when you sit, even like a dry diaper, but, you know, they all make a very distinct sound. And so this is one of those kinks, like, where, you know, you can have just the audio trigger arousal, like hearing a diaper when somebody walks when somebody sits or just you know general movement of them so i know how i feel as a primal son when i hear that growl like the growl or the, like mm -hmm. the deep husky like i know how that makes me feel so i can completely understand like if somebody with this fetish when they hear that sound how it would make them feel because for somebody who doesn't have a primal fetish, like they hear a growl and they're like, why is that person growling? Like I hear it and I'm like, ho, ho, ho. like, you know, I, so I can, I can see how hearing oh, no. that sound can really make them react. I a hundred percent get that. I, I was telling somebody the other day that I was like, I can hear pantyhose. Like, you know, walk that swish, swish, swish. I can mm -hmm. hear it in a crowd. <laughs> I have distinctively turned around because I've heard it just, I don't subcon, you know, I don't consciously hear it just somewhere in my subconscious because you hear this, you're aroused. <laughs> and I turned around and I was right. And I was like, this is the worst, best superpower in the world. <laughs> auditory, think, auditory is actually like very, it affects a lot of the fetishes, especially those with like, you know, paraphilia or something like, cause you can hear, he, they make certain sounds they make 
like mm-hmm. he- heels on whatever or like the, it's just there are certain sounds that you associate with those things very direct and that so that's that's fun that would be a fun way to um find out another person has your fetish because okay you're wearing a diaper and then they're wearing a diaper and you're out in public and you hear the distinctive crinkle of that and you know nobody else who's not into it is going to pay attention to that sound but you know that other guy who you know his brain is wired to pay attention to that and you guys just lock eyes you're just like I know I know you know (laughs) would you lock eyes first or would you lock diapers Mm hmm well, hopefully there's some consent there, so you lock eyes first, or at least you know you go around and you, you do the, the 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 look. Is there a little more booty that should you know shouldn't be there? So, I actually knew a person who had this fetish before I was in the kink community. I had a friend. Uh, well, I had just started to model uh, fetish photography, and one of my models. Her uh, partner had the diaper fetish, and it just blew my mind then. Cause I'm st- I'm still like, I think I was like 19. <laughs> I am you know, and the internet is still in its young, you know, young you saw, like, age. Dot matrix so like, printers. Yeah. <laughs> Dial up. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, "What? What is you know?" And that's where first I was like, "What does he like to use them and all that?" And she's you know, and she was just like, "No." He just likes to wear them. He'll he'll wear them around the house. He won't use them. He takes them off, puts them away, just like underwear. He just he has that security, that comfort, and that attachment to it. And uh, for the longest time, because he was Canadian, I was to, I was told people that was a Canadian fetish. Oh, because the one God. Canadian I knew had that fetish, so I was like, all Canadians have that fetish. Uh, I do know, in fact, that all Canadians do not have a diaper fetish, but that was the joke I made at the time because he was the one Canadian I knew. So, 100% of the Canadians I've ever known at the time had a diaper fetish. <laughs> I mean, it does get really cold up there. I can I can understand maybe that extra extra little protection rather than midriffs sometimes. <laughs> this is true. And you don't want that moisture spreading. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um... <laughs> Another thing um, we talked about, uh, we talked about like messing a diaper like uh, with urine or feces, but uh, another part of this is just orgasm, uh, like uh, orgasm byproduct, finishing. uh, Ejaculate? Ejaculate. That was that was the appropriate word I was looking for. That just kind of you know went off on yeah, its own. I, I was, it kind of it went the to e words. It kind of just trickled out. The e words. You can't. Mm-hmm. It kind of trickled out. But uh, to finish in a diaper and then have it changed is both a like mm-hmm. level of naughtiness, and so they don't they don't necessarily want to urinate on themselves or defecate on themselves, but they want to ejaculate into the diaper and then be changed and either like. Told they did such a good job or scolded like and this kind of falls into like the adult baby in the sexual gratification or anything so because there's a lot of people who enjoy uh, the adult baby there's no sexual gratification mm-hmm. so I did want to cover like ejaculate in a diaper as the same as messing a diaper so it's the same it's it's considered the same mm-hmm. well for the people who have this particular side of that fetish Gotcha. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then if you make that kind of mess, your partner might come help clean you up. Well, that's it. You know, this really does follow, like, a lot of people with that fetish, um, like, this part of the fetish, it is very much a sub-dom relationship where they want to be changed by their mom, you know, or their daddy, their mommy or their daddy, uh, depending on what partner they are seeking. Uh, so, yeah, th- that's very much in the partner's thing. So then I wanted to kind of cover the adult baby stuff. Yeah. Also, uh, would you guys ever uh, ejaculate into a diaper? Well, it wouldn't. Uh, it would be sort of hard for me to ejaculate in a diaper the way you have. So probably not. I mean, you have to get up in the diaper and the way you have to do it. And, and then it, 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 there, there's a lot of mechanics involved. So probably there is definitely, <laughs> yeah, some difficulty. I'd have to, I'd have to like get up to that moment where it was unavoidable and then pull the diaper up. What I'm her- yeah. hearing, what I'm hearing though, is that people would pay a lot of money to see the video of her trying said, said action because it would be both entertaining <laughs> Uh, struggle, <laughs> many struggles arousing. in there, and arousing. Yes, it would be full of all the emotions. All, all of the emotions, all of the things. It would be a great video. All the things. It all would be. A everyone great would buy it. I know I would. <laughs> but, um, uh, would you try it? Me? Would you try? Would yeah? Would you ejaculate to a diaper? Oh, I mean. Like I said, I'd have to like get to the point where it was unavoidable and then pull the diaper up for me to actually do it or shove my hand into the diaper and have stimuli to, you know, kind of change. But I mean, I don't, I don't care. I'd do it. Um, I mean, and knowing him, yeah. he'd have it's this catchphrase like... It's easier for you to, to, to get there in the diaper than <laughs> well, it, I guess it all depends on how tight the diaper is because you can masturbate in underwear. That's true. Yeah. A little bit, depending on the underwear, underwear though, you can chafe a little bit. Yeah, but I I would imagine it'd be more difficult for me because things have to be farther off the body to get things around. Fair and it, well, it honestly just depends on how what you know what type of thing that you need to climax because women, as as we learned on our live stream that we do every Friday night at 10 p.m. on Twitch.tv/slash/TheDonDero. Uh, we talked about orgasms and there are multiple ways to reach orgasm for a woman. Yes. Guys, just but I mean, yank, tug. you know, I mean, the call could depend on how, how talented you are at grinding that pepper tip. Grinding the pepper, baby. What you gonna do? Just grind that pepper tip. <laughs> I mean, I have to get around it. <laughs> you gotta get around it. Um... So adult babies. What? You can't. You'll never okay, understand that. Just the. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. No, adult, no, adult that, babies. That, that right. was more of a. No, no, no. no. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna keep moving. No, we're gonna keep moving. We're gonna keep going. the tip see on it. the salt shaker. Or maybe we're calling that when they turn in the bulb. Turn in the bulb. Because that's the. And that is the what the bulb of the of the shaft there. That has a bulb. Yeah. There we go. New one. <laughs> turn in the bulb. Shafty bulbs. Go ahead and let that sink in your head for a little bit. Audience, shafty bulbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to so apologize kind of in g- advance. Sorry. <laughs> well, going back to the I ASMR stuff, we uh, we also briefly did the whole um, splashing slash moist diapers. Just think of the sound of that 
whenever you're walking around or just moving all the squishing. Oh no, that very much plays a part into it. Absolutely. The, the squash. Not just for taint jelly, sound. also for sound. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like adult babies, uh, I want to kind of like recover a little bit what we talked about littles. Mm-hmm. This uh, particular uh, side of the kink, I, my personal belief is uh, not necessarily a trauma response, but a trauma response. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a comfort, a trauma comfort, a coping mechanism when it comes to trauma response, because as we found like the, the growing number of littles and as this kink, you know, this side of the kink becomes more popular, I started looking at things like, and it very much spiked during the pandemic when people were trapped indoors, there was mm-hmm. very much a catastrophe style just vibe going on everywhere and a common trauma response to any type of catastrophe is regression reverting back to uh, childhood because it's a time where you could feel safe because someone will take care of you nurture you you have less responsibilities and this is where like adult baby really comes into it's the regression to being taken care of because like with a toddler or like a typical little there is nurturing and there is very much like childlike behavior but it's not so much I am taking care of you I am just I could be like a babysitter I can hand you some coloring books and we can still continue on adult baby much more of an in-depth look like I need I'm more reliant I am more a more interdependence on somebody else a more mm-hmm. uh, like when you're like if, if this is what I'm hearing. So it, like as a little, like you can have that connection, but you can be a little without being, having somebody specific taking care of you. It's, you exactly. can share that little space with anyone, but with adult babies, it's more of that interdependent, like that caregiver, that one person, that, that connection with somebody. Yeah. yeah, you can little you can little yeah. solo. It's hard to adult baby solo. Gotcha. So yeah. this diaper fetish, that's amore. Yeah. Alright. That's amore. <laughs> um now I kinda wanna talk to you guys about a little bit of rubber. Cause you are you are I am rubber, you are glue. Everything I say everything you say bounces off me and sticks Is to you. Is it fleshlight for you? What? Oh, okay. okay. No, uh, rubber. Rubber <laughs> fetishism is actually a big part of this kink. Uh, it's a different, uh, different subgenre, but like rubber booty shorts, like oh. actual like watertight rubber booty shorts, uh, like rubber pants almost. It's that is very big in this culture, uh, like, and you see them and you don't realize. Because there are more fetish, you know, they're more traditional fetish gear. Yeah. But essentially, that's your tail right there. I, they're, for me, they're very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like yanking them out of places and I'm like, I, oh, I, I'm too tender headed yeah. with my hair to pull on a pair of tight rubber pants. Did you That would just pull on my head? hair. Oh. No, just getting them on, it would pull on my... I have leg hair, 
Oh. Yeah, getting them all. That would be that would be painful. I, I have though seen a video of you, John. This. I have seen mm -hmm. a video of you getting your hair yanked out, though. You have, and if you want to, uh, if you listen to this podcast on YouTube, you can search the YouTube channel at the Don Jerry's Dreams TV, youtube.com slash the Don Jerry's Dreams TV, where you can also listen to this podcast. There's a video of me getting all the hair removed from that area, and it's very. Well, comical. why is it? I'm a brave why, boy. So, you were a brave boy. I was very proud of you. You were such a brave boy. <laughs> um, but why rubber? I I don't understand how you go from the absorbency of diapers and the rubber. How do they correlate? I like mean, the the yeah. absorb the diaper the traditional diaper I should say versus absorbs a rubber. Yeah. This is more to do with containment and security. Almost almost like chastity, I would say. But it's somebody who, you know, it's very common, especially if you have like a latex or PVC fetish along with it. So this is like that good happy medium. And I just want to bring it up because it popped gotcha. up a couple times in my research. Like every time see alsos, all the see alsos were rubber fetishism. So I looked into it. I kind of dug into it. Not a big cliff note, but I did want to mention it. Uh, and I'm about to murder a Japanese word, uh, so you guys got to bear with me. I can't speak English very well, uh -oh. so... Omorashi? Omorashi. Hmm? Omorashi. Um, it's a Japanese uh, fetish subculture um, where participants uh, of this fetish uh, enjoy the sight of somebody in a full with a full bladder or in having a full bladder themselves and they have a sexual it's a sexual attraction to somebody who has a overly full bladder and how can you um, tell you've seen someone do a pee dance right if you've been anywhere with me when I have to go pee I do a pee dance you've seen me do oh. it full bladder you can I taste have. the rainbow I don't know yeah, you. I don't know if you were paying attention, but I'll go. I gotta pee, and I'll do my little pee pee dance. He because do. He, he do. As much as I am not a little, I have very little tendencies, and I will announce the fact that I have to go pee, and I will do a little dance. Um, and I've been called out on it many times. Like, why are you doing a pee dance? You can dance if you got a big old full bladder. But there. <laughs> but it's more or less the idea of somebody having a full bladder. And their climax is when somebody releases said full bladder. And mm. it very much goes um, hand in hand with the diaper fetish. And I just kind of wanted to point that out because it was on like two articles I read. They had brought it up. So, uh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, that they go hand in hand. Like, yeah. That's instantaneously what you think about. Like, <laughs> is elimination of some type of waste. So. Yeah. Way too much waste, and then the release of too much waste. That dam is about mm -hmm. to burst. So, I think, Have you ever peed you know, so I much that you've, like, it, it felt good? Like, it felt good. <laughs> I had like that had pee, pee last so badly. night. <laughs> I had that pee last night. I was... Drinking a new beer, I was over at my ex's, and we were we were talking, you know, because we co-parent, and we were drinking beers, and we were sitting there having the greatest conversation, and there was these little 
uh, wheat, the light beers, like, I can't even remember the brand of it, but they're like in the tall cans, like they would be the bubbly water, but it was actual beer and it was really good and I drank it, but it made me pee so bad. And I am literally just like, I gotta pee, I gotta pee, I gotta pee. And I filled the toilet. I filled it to the brim. I had so much pee pee, all the pee pee, way too much urine. Yeah, don't you hate That's when you're going too much and you got to courtesy flush yourself? I was thinking about it. I was getting real close to that point where I was like, I'm going to have to flush this toilet or I'm going to overflow it. Also, I have been standing here way too long. Like, this pee is just taking forever. Yeah. <laughs> you ever pee so long? Really you finish up, you're like, man, I must be suffering from dehydration. <laughs> yeah. I not pee's like that, but I mean... Okay. <laughs> What's your average pee time? My average pee time? Yeah. What's your What's know, your APT? I've been a good girl and I've hydrated that day. What's your APT? <laughs> What's your ABT? <laughs> uh, thirty seconds maybe. And that's gonna now be a new random question for people at the con. I now bet. I'm gonna have to time it. I don't know your, what my average APT? time is. Now I'm gonna have to time it. Now, now. All right, now next week's episode. Next week's episode, we need to come up with our ABTs, okay? So, guys, get on it. Start averaging okay. out. Start timing your pee. Because I want to say I'm about 45 seconds. I take my time. I scratch my rib cage. It's a thing. It's a relaxing moment. I sit. Anyway, we have we have spiraled. We have spiraled. <laughs> you sit? Oh, I thought you were one of those adventurous standers. It just hovers we? over. No. <laughs> Okay. I've, you don't, my you don't ass send a pee? Now we know that question. She's a sitter. Yep. I'm a She's sit. a sitter. It's okay. <laughs> I, listen, no judgments. No judgments here. <laughs> um, I'm going to show you all TikTok later. It's going to crack you up. Anyway. All right. We have covered this fetish pretty good, but now I want to know, like, is this something that you would participate with your partner with? Or, Not like, as much as it would yourself cover or as have good your as it would cover us, though. Honestly, no, I I don't I I um I I would re respectfully decline. I think for me it's one of those um I I I cared for an elderly person um, when I was younger, and I also have kids. So I've I've got it. I've I've dealt with diapers on both ends, so I feel like for me it's not a sexual thing, and. I, I just, I don't know if I could participate in it, no. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Shep? No, no. But I have been thinking about maybe starting up a company there. And we have the slogan of, be at ease and release your woes. We've got you covered. Hmm. Right? Does that work? Um, work? Mm -hmm. As much as this fetish fascinates me, and like I said, I, I see no problem with it. I, I, I kind of, it does. It fascinates me. I think it's very cool. I think it's very in depth. I think the people who support it, and like I, you know me, I love a kink or a fetish that just is massive and has so much into it. But because I do find uh, no sexual gratification with it personally, and have been shot one too many times by my own diaper wearing spawns, um. <laughs> That's probably That's a pass right. for me because, like I said, all my associations with diapers. Now, I think a lot of times would you have this kink because people are like, oh, you must be into children. 
I think this kink develops well before you ever have kids, before you have any experience with children in diapers, you probably have already had this fetish. I, when I experienced it for the first time, had children. Like when, when I came to knowledge that this fetish was existed, I've had children, so my mind, the only association I have with diapers are changing dirty ones and it just being a train wreck of an experience because I was really bad at it. And both yeah. of my kids shot at me out of both ends. Bad experiences. Fun stories. Bad experiences. This, this almost so, makes me wonder now the um the population, this like this the people that have never had kids versus the ones that do with the finish. Cause it's, it's almost like you could be on the fence until you experience it with children. I can see that kind of burning it for you in your brain. <laughs> I I mean to a degree, I think it'd be one of those things where you probably have zero opinion of it because, like I said, yeah. I don't believe anybody with this fetish, uh, necessarily, you know, is, is into any type of pedophilia of any any sort. Yeah. So I think it's a very distant thing. There's two separate things. Um. That being said, nine times out of ten, I think they developed this fetish before they had the only experience they had with diapers was their own. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I don't think this is very much a late in life developed fetish where you just go one day, you know what? I could do this. But you know what? I could be wrong. And if I am at Dinkswood Kinks, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, reach out, tell me, tell me how I did it wrong. Tell me how I did it right. Um, uh, with that said, you know what time it is, guys. It is the wheel of king. We don't have a lot left. We it's really the don't. end of this Friday the 13th on Saturday. What? <laughs> oh, we're getting so close. All right, here we go. I can Coming in the air tonight. <laughs> Diapers. What? So, um, I will say, uh, next week I may in fact, uh, be sick. I won't be able to attend. So we may have a doctor stay in. Is it the medical uh, someone, fetish? Yeah, we are doing medical <laughs> fetish. I love guessing. Uh, it's like my favorite. <laughs> I like how her, Actually, her face changes as soon as she knows or thinks she knows it. Her face just lights up. It does. It lights up. Fun story. Yeah. Uh, we we did a shout out to Auntie Amy earlier, for because she participates in the Dutch fetish. She also does the medical fetish, so she's getting two shouts out. She's getting tagged in both those tweets. She's a jack of all hey. trades and mistress of many. That is right. <laughs> uh, because I remember when we talked to her, you know, like on her Twitter page, medical and diaper stuff. So fantastic. Well. I am your host, uh, John Dondero, and with me, as always, a woman who always keeps it dry unless she's putting out a fire, Miss Rebecca. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. And a man who's never in need of a change, Mr. Shep. Um, till next time? <laughs> Good night, everybody. 